Seeking the Extraordinary is sponsored by The Colony Group, a national wealth and business management company that seeks the extraordinary by pursuing an unrelenting mission of providing clients with peace of mind and empowering their visions of tomorrow. To learn more about how The Colony Group manages beyond money, visit thecolonygroup.com. Welcome, fellow seekers of the extraordinary. Welcome to our shared quest. A quest not for a thing, but for an idea. A quest not for a place, but into deep, inner, unexplored regions of ourselves. A quest to understand how we can achieve our fullest potential by learning from others who have done or are doing exactly that. Extraordinary stories of overcoming anguish. Every single one of them had lost somebody from their family. I will never give up on trying to lessen that conflict. People who have stood up to challenges with true courage. Do something in life that, that you have a passion for, something that you enjoy and you find fulfilling. That's where you have your greatest success. Stories that will enlighten and inspire. What I said to him is absolutely a cliche, but the journey is more important than the end result. May we always have the courage and wisdom to learn from those who have something to teach. Join me now in Seeking the Extraordinary. I'm Michael Nathanson, your Chief Seeker of the Extraordinary. Welcome to another Inside Edition of Seeking the Extraordinary. On today's show... We will temporarily depart from our traditional format. We, of course, will continue to pursue our mission of seeking the extraordinary, but we will do so internally and not externally, as we usually do with the help of a guest. We will explore the extraordinary, but you'll be alone with your chief seeker of the extraordinary again. Welcome to Extraordinary Lessons. Today... I want to speak about cliches, and in particular about two cliches that I believe need complete revision. I had a history professor in college who uh, once said uh, that I used too many cliches in my writing, and that was a very impactful experience for me. He told me that cliches were lazy and that they were a substitute for real thinking. Now, that's probably a little bit harsh, and as an adult, I look back and think that it's probably not quite that simple, that absolute. And yet, I do generally try to avoid too many cliches uh, because, uh, because I do think that they oversimplify the world, and there is wisdom in many cliches, but they can also be dangerous because they are so absolute in nature. And I want to offer up two cliches that I believe are, are in need of revision soon. The first one is a cliche that I have heard in the business world. I've heard colleagues around the country say it, um, people that I consider to be my own peers. And, um, and I actually read a, a piece in the New York Times some time ago, and I, I wrote it down, and I'd like to actually quote it for you. It's a 2016 New York Times interview by Adam Bryant, um, and uh, he was interviewing a CEO, and the CEO recalled working for his grandfather. And here's the quote. He used to do this thing called the bucket test. He would be arguing with one of his employees, and he'd call me in and say, Hey, get a bucket of water. So I'd bring the bucket of water into the room, and he'd say, put your hand in the water. 
Then I'd take it out, and he'd say to his employee, see that hole left in the water? That's the hole you're going to leave when you leave here. This, this rather harsh story is, uh, is, a, uh, is a, an example of this concept of everyone is replaceable. You've all heard that at some point. It is a cliche. It's something that many people say. We often say it because we might feel insecure about losing people in our organization or maybe even in our lives. Uh, But it is ultimately a way of dehumanizing people. It is a way of telling people, typically in an organization, you are nothing but a cog. You are, are no different from anyone else. You're just a part in a machine. My friends, I would ask that you think about this cliche and think about whether you really believe that it's true. I firmly believe it is not true. And here's what I mean by that. I use the example of when we were children and we had a substitute teacher. Now, I remember that experience. I'm sure you all remember that experience. And, uh, and I had some great substitute teachers and some not-so-great substitute teachers. Frankly, I had some great teachers and some not-so-great teachers, though I'm grateful for all of them. But think about that experience. Was that substitute teacher really a replacement for your teacher, even if that teacher ultimately stayed on, for example, for the rest of the, of the school year? And the answer is no. That person is different, and that person offered different perspectives than your teacher. That person offered a different style, a different approach, different background, um, different pretty much everything. And it's the same thing for people within an organization. No one is replaceable. Sure, can you go out and find someone else to, uh, to assume someone's core responsibilities? Yes, Can you go out and find someone to take over a job responsibility to serve a certain job description? Well, absolutely. But is that the same thing as replacing that person? And the answer is no, it is not the same. No one is replaceable. We are all unique. We all offer our own contributions to an organization. Again, it doesn't mean that we can't go out and hire other people when people die or retire or leave an organization. But to say that people are all replaceable is destructive, it's harmful, it's dehumanizing, and ultimately it's bad for any organization that chooses to have that mindset. I'm sorry, but it's time probably to just retire that cliche altogether. The next cliche that I want to address is rowing in the same direction. Now, this is a cliche that I have in the past often said myself, and I fully acknowledge that I have. One of my favorite business books, perhaps my favorite business book, is The Five Dysfunctions of a Team, written by the great Patrick Lencioni. Love the book, and it actually begins with a very powerful quote, and the quote is this. If you could get all the people in an organization rowing in the same direction, you could dominate any industry in any market against any competition at any time. Now, wow, what a powerful statement that is. But is it really true? We think about this concept of rowing in the same direction. And again, like most cliches, there is some wisdom to it. 
I think the wisdom in this cliche is that you don't want certain people rowing north and certain people rowing south because then you don't go anywhere. Though, let me ask you a question. If north ends up being the wrong direction, or maybe the right thing for an organization is to actually pause for a moment, then maybe someone rowing north and someone rowing south isn't such a bad thing. And consider this. If we're all rowing in the same direction, that means we, by definition, must know the ultimate endpoint of our journey, our destination. But do we? Or is it a better way to think about organizations and business when we say that we don't really know the exact destination? We might know the general vicinity, but the world changes. And as the world changes around us, as people change around us, as things happen within our organizations, isn't there typically a need for some sort of course correction? perhaps many course corrections? And is it really safe to assume that one person, the leader, call that person the CEO, knows exactly where we're going? Maybe a better approach is to think about a boat in which, sure, everyone's rowing in the same general direction, at least most of the time, but the ultimate direction, the ultimate point, the ultimate destiny is determined by some people rowing a little bit more east, some just a touch more west, um, perhaps some going a little bit faster at times, some going slower at times. Can we see our organizations as the product of many people rowing in the same general direction, but not the same exact direction? And can we see these organizations as better because... They are moving in a direction that is being selected, targeted in real time by a broad group of decision makers who know the seas, know all of the conditions, are able to take them all into account and then move together in a bold new direction. Once again, this is a cliche that needs to be reexamined and I think revised. Is everyone replaceable? No. In fact, no one is replaceable in an organization. Should we always row in the same direction? Not necessarily. We might be better if we're all rowing together in the same general direction, but respecting the fact that all of the people who are rowing have a voice in the ultimate direction. And with that, we conclude today's Extraordinary Lessons. You can learn more about today's topic by reading two of my articles from Chief Executive Magazine. They are The Most Dangerous Business Cliche and Maybe We Don't Want Everyone Rowing in the Same Direction. And thank you to our sponsor, The Colony Group. The Colony Group is a national wealth and business management company with offices across the country that itself seeks the extraordinary as it pursues its unrelenting mission of providing clients with peace of mind and empowering their visions of tomorrow. To learn more about The Colony Group and how it manages beyond money, visit thecolonygroup.com. You can also follow The Colony Group on LinkedIn and on Twitter at Colony Group. For Seeking the Extraordinary, I'm Michael Nathanson. 
Follow me on LinkedIn and Twitter at Nathanson underscore MJ to learn more about my ongoing search for the extraordinary.